0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday night, Tuesday morning, or whenever the hell you find it in your schedule to get to us uh welcome to another bachelor recap i gotta say i uh, i did enjoy this um one a little bit more differently and maybe better because i've never seen these two episodes and it was so fascinating uh, uh to watch uh chrissy hi hi by the way welcome
1: hi how are you <laughs> Thanks welcome, for
0: having me. welcome to this journey um yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I don't know what the people at home listening thought, but I had never seen this shit. So it uh, it was wild to see the differences, not only just the show itself, Chris Harrison, The Bad Fashion, the, the people on the show, uh, how Alex and, and Trista uh, you know, interacted, but more specifically the cast and kind of their naivety that they had relative to like yeah. people who go on the show now. So it was it was a ton of fun. And we have uh, the legendary Trista on are the first bachelorette in bachelor history to to have a fun conversation about it and she she shares some interesting insight about her experience and um yeah it was fun catching up with trista and, and, and talking about it uh anything going on goss wise in, in the world that we need to address before we get to trista i don't is there anything going
1: in the on hot, in the hot in the hot goss they seem to be like
0: they're, they're, they're what they're gonna start filming uh claire's season i guess right
1: yeah they're gonna start filming Claire season. There's a lot of talk about like how there's like concerns about them doing it safely, like health wise. Like the two big things everyone kept talking about this week was like, hey, listen, if they're gonna be sequestered, that's cool. But like the people who are actually running the the like place that they're at, those people aren't sequestered. So um, how is that health wise? and then I... also like family things.
0: Yeah, family I, I, I I don't know what they're going to do. I, we're in. <laughs> listen. We're in crazy times and every, I mean, honestly, like at this point, I'm just kind of going about life. Like the world could end tomorrow. So like, fuck it. I'm just going to do what makes me happy. Zoom with the families. Um, but uh, you know, they're, you know, basketball's about to start. Baseball's about to start. But at the same time, it seems like Corona's picking up again. So who knows, right? Like who really knows everything could shut down in a week. We don't know. Um, yeah. I do know that the good people that I know from the franchise are very cautious and health concerned and yes, there's there's no situation where they can guarantee uh that someone isn't going to get it, right? Um but it sounds like they're going to take every step ma- measurable, every step measurable. Does that, does that make any sense to to ensure their safety and listen, I you know, I don't know. But uh that will be an interesting element because it wouldn't shock me if at least one, if not more uh, of the of the guys get Corona. And if one gets it, especially in that instance where everyone's making yeah. out, is it like basically everyone going to get it? I don't... It's a, it's a wild oh, thing. I didn't
1: even think about the make-out things.
0: Um, but they're they're probably... But also
1: like you're like stuck together too, right? Aren't you all living together? Or do you get your own... I bet like, with,
0: without question, the people, the, the, the cast members, like I've said this in I think last week, are they're going to go more insane because they're not traveling... And there's going to be tighter restrictions. Again, they're, they're not going to be able to roam around the hotel or wherever they are more yeah, than they, they would. They're just, they can't risk anyone getting it. So are there other staff members? But they'll probably have very limited staff members. And maybe, maybe they'll negotiate with the hotel and pay the, maybe the show will like, hey, give us 10 people from your staff who are willing to like, fucking abandon their quarantine and we'll we'll pay them X number of dollars. I don't know. I mean, there's probably a handful of scenarios and I can see them doing that uh, to ensure the safety of the cast and crew. It's entirely possible. But like, we don't know those details and I'm sure they've had plenty of zoom meetings about it uh, to, to, to to talk about it, but it will be a, listen, I think if, if this season of Claire's actually gets shot, Especially this year during this pandemic, it will go down in history for a lot of reasons. Obviously, Claire being Claire the Bachelorette and being thirty nine. Uh, but as we look back, what was that season like? You know, is especially if that's a, a blip on the radar in terms of how they had to film it. You know, there'll be so many new questions to ask. Like, you know, imagine like you know we'll have some of the guys on the show, you know, and in questions are going to be so much more fascinating to talk about what it was like in that scenario and, and what did the show do and what were some of the safety precautions that they took? Well, are all things I think we're all very fascinated about. And, and, uh, I guess they hope, I hope they get through it and I and I hope everyone's safe, but it will be fascinating to, to find out. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cassie, you know, popped in, you know, she's sad and you know, but you know, she said, like,
1: the Build up, the build up to these things is like so much. Yeah. Chris made for it, it to be like, Chris I made it don't seem want to talk like, about it and I'm in pain. Chris That's made it the, seem like, the, yeah. That was the
0: overall. Chris made it seem like one of Trista's uh, 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 suitors from 18 years ago were going to call up and be like, What the fuck did you send me home? Yes. <laughs> And it was, you know, obviously a very sweet and moment. And it was her husband. It was her, yeah, hey babe. It was a sweet moment. Hey babe, I'm in the back room. I mean, no, I mean obviously it was sweeter uh, than that, but uh, yeah, listen.
1: I wonder if he knows you know, what's coming on the other end of those teases because like those teases, man.
0: It's it's hard. It's hard to tease anything. Uh, and
1: you know, and you know it's coming. You know you know it's not coming,
0: basically. you know it's But not you a hold big
1: on movie. in there just to see if actually it will come
0: like with the emails with caitlin is like oh these are emails as if like i mean listen had we read them that would have been like juicy but i was like yeah there were emails all right next uh, i can't wait i can't wait
1: till you get to your
0: season it be like uh like we have big
1: news nick roller skates that's the big yeah. news
0: i uh i'm gonna launch my roller skating tutorial uh, thanks for uh, thanks for filming my last uh, roller skating video. Chrissy was my uh, all, all the other hanging with me videos I actually did on my own in my house, but uh, it was a little harder roller skating outside. So, Chrissy, Chrissy was my camera man, camera woman, if you will. Uh, nicely done. It was the best one. I'm
1: a jack of all trades. The best one. I do it all. Uh,
0: well, I, I think so we funny. should just get to Trista before we ramble too much. Um, Make sure to check us out tomorrow. Fantastic episode uh, one, I absolutely enjoyed doing. Uh, legendary Candace Kane, who is uh, a pioneer and innovator um, in the trans community, and we have a fantastic, conver- fantastic conversation uh, about a topic that, quite frankly, you know I'm very ignorant, or, uh, ignorant about. Have a lot of questions, don't understand a lot. Uh, If you're listening to this now, check out uh, Disclosure on Netflix. It's a a documentary about uh, uh, the trans community. I think it's a nice setup to the conversation I have with Candace. But if you don't have the time, you'll still enjoy it. She's fun. She's talented. She's lovable and uh, has some great insight. So make sure to check us out tomorrow. And as always, send your questions at asknickatcastmedia.com. Cast with a K. And without further ado, let's get to Trista. Trista, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Uh, me too. Um, it's not the first time. M- it's not the first time we met. Uh, True. We met at Jaden Tanner's, j- Tanner's wedding. Jaden Tanner's wedding. And uh, a group of us all went out to dinner somewhere. It was a ton of fun. Because it, w- it was like a handful of like fairly recent alumni at the time. And then a handful of like uh more of kind of the first gen, if you will. Dinosaurs, like, you- if you will. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you, you, your husband Bob Guinea was there. That was a, yeah. And it was a, I had a ton of fun. So it's nice to talk to you again and go down, go down memory lane. I gotta say, as far as, as far as these goat episodes, these greatest of all times, I actually thoroughly enjoyed watching this one because you know, for me, like every all these other seasons, uh, I was pretty familiar with the people in it and. i'd watched. i mean i didn't watch sean's but i'd seen enough clips and it was still pretty modern but this was an absolute like throwback and it was it was wild to see the first one i had no i i would i like so many like thoughts as i was watching it like how was it for you kind of going back i mean you were a part of it so like for me it was just kind of the culture shock of being like holy shit! this was the bachelor this is This was the launching pad of 18 years of success.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No kidding, right? I mean, honestly, I just did uh, a little article for Vanity Fair, or no, for Variety, Variety. And uh, they wanted me to recap my favorite moments from Bachelor history. And one of them, the first one actually, was Chris Harrison starting it all off in the backyard of the Bachelor Mansion, with that oversized suit. I mean,
1: it was huge.
0: Yeah, yeah the the, huge. the the suit game um, was was terrible. Um, terrible. As someone who it
1: was, ter- it, was it double breasted? Yeah, it, it might have been double. As
0: someone, it was as someone, awful. As someone who prides himself, and I'm a, I'm a bit of a suit snob, it was tr- really gross. Uh, watching. I know.
2: Oh, no, I know it's it is crazy to go back. I'm so excited that they're doing these because it's really, it honestly, selfishly to like be was, able to show my kids, yeah. um, okay. in I a very, you're, con-
0: I thought you were going to say what? Instagram followers, you know, but no, yeah. Oh, no, kidding.
2: no, <laughs> I'm but kidding. I can, well, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Hey, I'm joking. Hey, if you want to follow me no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah. my kids, um, I will be able to show them a condensed version of of my my our season you know how me and their dad fell in love and not have to deal with kind of the minutiae that they don't need to be concerned with you know it's part of my story and it ultimately is part of their story too but um it's it's a lot easier to digest when it's
0: a recap yeah you know yeah that that makes (laughs) sense it's like, yeah, mom, dad, just give me the cliff notes. I don't need to know the the juicy yeah. details of 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 how I was made. Uh, right. <laughs> but
1: it seems like there was way less making out back then, too.
0: Way
2: less. Okay, so I'm going to uh, I will tell you why. Um well, one of the reasons why. So, um when I was on the bachelor, everything was fine, you know, whatever. We didn't know what we were doing. It was totally innocent um at the time. Not totally innocent, but it was more innocent i should say and um then i get to bachelorette and they announce me and all of these press outlets and journalists and anyone in the media not anyone there were nice people but there were a handful of people that were saying you're gonna look like a slut and you're gonna look like a hussy and And
0: and the press
2: In the press. Like I did a press junket with, um, Fleiss and Harrison and I can't remember who else, but, um, I did a press junket and I remember a lady saying, um, how are you going to, how are you going to behave so that you don't come off looking like a hussy? And I was like, that's Whoa.
0: wow. I mean, that's that, that makes it sound like it was like the first season was 1950s. Because like that's I some-
2: know, right?
0: That's something like a bitter like Facebook mom would write now. And now it's like, you know, yeah. you know the 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 press tends to be, you know, more sex positive and, and yeah. more, you know, uh well, let's just say that. They tend to be more sex positive nowadays. But now from the the fact that, that was from the press. So, you know, imagine what like the people at home were thinking who were more conservative like that's that's probably someone who's more progressive asking those types of questions right. and that's that's yeah. wild to think uh, and isn't that again that crazy? 18 years ago isn't not that long uh, no, not so when that you long at all think about just how conservative we were about uh sex and then how double standard we were in terms of about you know women um you know like, well, just, you know, how sexist the premise, like, listen, The Bachelor is a sexist, has a sexist premise, right? right. Especially when it's just one guy, you know, right. the final, and then, like you said, you have The Bachelorette, and uh, you said it on the uh, on the recap with Chris, you know, they've they come a long way, but they're still, I mean, we had talked, Caitlin was absolutely slut-shamed uh, her no. entire season. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's that's it's wild to think it's it's crazy. Well, I love creating. I do, I do. I love creating. You're creative, and I I, I hate uh, I hate it. I absolutely hate it when I have like amazing content, and I'm just like, well, this is good for the gram, and this is good for. Instagram or other platforms. I like I like it to have it be easy. So listen, if you uh, live to create, but you don't live to worry over the last nitpicky details involved in putting final touches on content, do what you do best and let Issue handle the rest. Ooh, that rhymes. I love, I love a good copy of that rhymes, Chrissy. But the like, I mean, it's so good. Well, that's how you know how creative Issue is because they're even coming up with 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 rhymes. But really, Issue is an all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications from brochures to magazines to sales collateral and more Uh, or just like amazing just like fun funny content you know Uh, but it's it's very functional so if you're a creator a marketer a designer educator publisher salespeople, anyone who wants to make eye-catching content issue is the website for you
1: you're like a creative person don't you like ever write anything and when you're like done editing it you're like now what do i do with it like you're creative like that Issues like the place you can do it. You can like take it, your stuff, put it online, and it goes distributed. You can distribute it once everywhere. Everything's optimized, and you can post it on your website and your social platforms, and they can even help you get animated Instagram stories.
0: Animated Instagram stories? Sold.
1: Yeah, it can animate your Instagram stories.
0: Sold. Sold, sold, sold. sold. Simply upload your PDF files and issue transforms them using your vision and customizable templates to create the content you want. And Issue is used by millions of people to discover new content. So even you'll reach even more readers once you publish the issue. Best of all, it's free. So get started with Issue. Go to issue.info slash viall to sign up for your free account. That is is i dot slash viall to sign up and let them know you heard it from our show. Remember, that's dot info not dot com so go to issuu dot info slash v-i-a-l-l to set up your free account today but look at it it's like seriously ridiculous. look at chrissy's teeth well i mean if you're watching this you can see how shiny her teeth are but if you're listening to this take our word for it chrissy won't shut up about her teeth
1: it's the end by IntelliWhite. white
0: and chrissy's I've been, been using it for a week stem. longer than i have i've been really excited my teeth have definitely gotten whiter which I'm impressed because of the coffee I drink. I thought there was. I, I thought I reached a point of no return. They're not a but it turns them. out I have not. White. And I get. I give all the credit to the Indi- Indiglo system by IntelliWhite. and they have this purple light, which apparently is better than the blue light because it's not rough on your enamel. It, the purple light apparently technology. It's safer. It's faster, and it's better at breaking up the dental stains that are outdated by blue light systems. No more blue lights. If I were blue, I would die.
1: Uh, <laughs> I have sensitive teeth, so it's zero sensitivity. No, my teeth I've haven't gotten sensitive this, like, at all
0: since using it. It's super easy. You, if you ever like, if I'm running the smile contest. Go in the, the if point. you're listening right now, and you're driving. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, "Do I need this product?" I'm guessing this? the chance chances is you do. So right yeah. now, our listeners can get fifty dollars off the new Indiglo Teeth Whitening System. But you have to go to and tryindiglow.com and use promo code V I A L L. That's T R Y I N D I G L O W.com and use promo code V I A L L. So, how did you answer that question, by the way, when you were asked?
2: I mean, I, 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 I don't remember, Nick. I have no memory. I literally don't remember anything about my life, what I did yesterday or 18 years ago.
0: You want to make so I don't remember what you I said? See it but for I think
2: if I had to answer that again, I would say that's not part of my M.O. I'm going into this to find love. And if I need to kiss a few frogs to find my prince, then that's what I'm going to do. Um, I don't intend to come off as a slut or a hussy, but this is my journey and I'm going to do it how I see fit.
0: Let, so, me, let me ask you this. When you got asked the question, were you, I'm assuming you were shocked it yes. Guard, But then that, did that make you self-conscious?
2: Oh, well, for sure. And that is why I bring up that question. Because I went into The Bachelorette with that in the back of my mind thinking, yeah. holy cow, I cannot, I can't kiss all these guys because I'm going to look like a hussy. You know, so it's, I, I mean, it's a total conservative.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a totally double, total double standard, you know, even not too, it's not right. hasn't been too long where it's like, oh, she's just making out with everybody. I mean, that's right. a criticism I hear of every lead to a certain extent. It's just like it's not it's not us. Th- these people get nervous and bored. They don't know what they do to do. So they grab our faces and they stick right. our, their tongues down our throat. <laughs> and at the risk of not look like an asshole, I just go along with it. You know, got to get uh, the back. Yeah. You know, it's no, so, I did,
2: I didn't have that. I didn't have the guys um, doing that. They were, they were pretty respectful. And I think that they probably were told by the producers to roll. Yeah. Like, you know, hold back a little bit, let her lead, let her,
0: let her go you know, 90 take you go the 90. lead. Yeah.
2: So anyway, um, yeah. I, and, and you know what, honestly, because of what happened to me on the bachelor and how he didn't pick me in the end. And I thought he was going to, cause he told me right before that he was going to, of course he was going to tell me when I put him on the spot, he said he was going to pick me. And I went into the bachelorette thinking, I need to be super cautious, um, about this process. I really need to, um, have it be very cerebral. And I need to think this through. And so for me, it was, yes, physical intimacy is super important. Kissing all, all the things, you know, um, it was high up on my list of priorities, but I felt like if I didn't have that chemistry with someone, then why, why kiss them? Why like not waste the effort? I was just a bit more conservative. And honestly, I kind of wish that more people were because I feel like just like you're saying, I feel like a lot of people are kissing just because they don't have anything to talk about.
0: I I actually I would agree that um, as someone who has been the bachelor, I appreciate some of, of, of how it was. Uh, the nervousness, like, I'm very sex positive if you make out with whoever you want, but in the context right. of the show, uh, yes, you wish that, like, you know, when was the last time even the, the horniest of guys don't walk into bars and make out with 30 girls? You're just like, <laughs> at some point, it just becomes kind of a hygiene problem. Right. You know, and so. Yeah. It's not that fun for anyone. I like, mean, it sounds maybe fun, but it's truly not. And you kind of wish you would just like get to know some people, have it progress, and then like, you know, a couple conversations in with a handful of people, then maybe you go there. But like it, right. uh, it's really turned into uh, like a mouthwash marathon. Uh, I know. Some episodes, uh, you're, you're
2: like, Really? Like you're gonna kiss that many people and whatever. Just like you said, if that is their process, then I fully respect it.
0: Well, it's less um, of the it's less, it's less of the leads process than just like right. pure we like pure awkwardness. Imagine if the bachelor like kind of went like swerved his face when a girl came in for a kiss because <laughs> oh like he's just like yes. you're the. You know, because you know, you don't know how it's going to be edited. You don't know, so maybe it's the 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 fifteenth conversation he's had that night. He's exhausted, but they want to air it as like one of the first ones, and he's just like, oh,
2: you know. Oh, like, excuse me. Yeah, yeah.
0: Going back to the first season of which you were a part of, I mean, one thing I kind of got a kick out of is that it was just kind of fascinating watching Chris talk as the host, kind of like you said, like the best moments because he was really kind of he was telling America like these are the rules of this totally fucked up scenario right. and i remember him being like to uh what was his name the Bachelor for miss Something alex. michelle alex. alex and he was like alex hey are you ready to date a bunch <laughs> of women and if they break up with you we're gonna air it in front of the entire nation and chris higher world and chris says it like you're insane dude like he doesn't say it now or chris like chris has this way now of like saying the most insane shit and making it right. seem totally normal like well yeah i guess of course i will do that man like the way you say it i mean i how crazy i would it be not to but chris in his first season he was like this is fucking nuts are you ready to do this man and i'm thinking <laughs> if chris would just say that shit to me before like if their producers were like hey you think you're ready to do this? I'd be like, Right. No, I'm gonna totally keep my job and not risk this. <laughs> um, when you oh, say God. it like that, man, like I'm good. Um but right? it was so I fu- know it is it was crazy. so funny to listen to him kind of like say the rules, but um yeah. what did you think of Alex as the bachelor? Uh and then let me ask this, and like no, no shame in Alex, but he just looks like you're Kind of typical guy, you know? Yep. Um, little dorky, uh, maybe in an endearing way. You know, the Harvard things, went to Harvard and Stanford. But you, right. I would like, I would have imagined them picking like some sort of like, uh, you know, young, you know, JFK Jr. kind of guy from back in right. the day. And, yeah. I mean, and this is, really isn't a question for you, more like the producers who might have, you know, or Mike Fleiss, but like, they they it was their first show they had the entire yeah. nation to cast. I'm just curious why they went that direction. It was kind of and I'm curious like what your thoughts were uh of did you have an expectation of like, oh they're gonna pick you know a prince you know I know they had a prince one season yeah. or like and again, this is not a disrespect to him. It was just like you would think it would be in a cool way it was just kind of like a you just a guy you know yeah and I thought that was kind of fascinating. Yeah.
2: So I um I remember being um interviewed with the casting directors when I flew when they flew me to LA and they I think they showed me a picture of him and I was like oh it's cute um it was it was just a picture of him I think holding a a video camera I mean we used to have video cameras back in the day not yeah, phones yeah. you know so he was holding a video camera and and he looked like he looked Tall, dark, handsome, kind of, you know, I was attracted to that. I was more attracted to kind of on paper. Um, like you said, the Stanford, the Harvard. Um, he had been well traveled. He was a family guy. Um, I can't even remember all the little bits and pieces, but I was honestly really attracted to what he could be on paper. And then I got there and it wasn't like there was instant chemistry. There wasn't um for me at least looking back and maybe in the moment there was but hindsight of course is 2020 and so looking back at it i i don't know that there was instant chemistry but i you know i stayed around because we had good conversations and and i was interested enough yeah yeah i was more
1: wondering at the moment where i think you said like you're in like with him
2: i did yeah i told him i was in like uh not in love and that may have been why that may have been what saved my whole future <laughs> cuz if i had told him that i was in love maybe he would have picked me i don't know well
0: um, i got to say they watching it back there was you, there was a genuine amount of of innocence like yeah, because it was all new, right? People could say logical, normal shit like, I, "I've I've known you for five weeks," and so yeah, exactly. I like I right. like you. And now, yeah. and now, you know, people go on having watched ten seasons, five seasons, three seasons, eighteen seasons. I, I don't know uh, of the Bachelor Bachelorette, and you know, where where Chris is like telling America and the cast people like how this show works. Everyone's kind of like, "All right, well, what do we do next?" And now it's just like everyone knows their own cues. No, but here's my here's my favorite part of the of the Bachelor recap when he was yeah. breaking up with the one girl who was like all pissed off, right? And yeah. she was and they showed that they showed the uh exit. And he goes <laughs> she's just walking out to a car and he's just like we're going to stop here at the bench. Which if you watch it it sounds super fucking weird for someone to say that in a breakup, but that what he's doing is it's like He's recognized. that The producer said, "Like, hey, you're gonna break up with her. You're gonna like hit your mark, and we're, you're gonna have a right. conversation with her by the bench." And so, like, he <laughs> was just being very, like, "All right, well, we're gonna stop here." <laughs> it was like, like so. Huh? She's like, "What? Why? Why would you would just arbitrarily why? stop here at the bench?" Yeah. And it was so. It was so great to like watch that and know like how it works and the kind of. Um, but uh, what I'm saying is like. Even people who watch it now who go on or maybe be contestants or eventually like... Um, you know, be the leads like they know that conversations happen on park benches or they they know there's a hot tub and they know all these things. Right. So they're, they're just kind of go along with it. They're like, sure, man, like a two on one sounds normal to me. I love group dates. I'm super grateful to be here. Like, it's insane now. Like what contestants of just like go and even America. America's like, why are you so ungrateful to go on this group with eight other people? Right.
1: <laughs> No, that's so
2: funny. No, you are so right. But don't right. you guys and do, this... like,
1: group dates of, like, 12? What? Don't you do group dates of, like, 12? They they were, like, made a big deal about it because they were like, oh, he took five girls with him to Vegas. But right. now you take, like, 14 girls You're right. You Vegas. are
2: so right. Oh, my gosh, I haven't yeah. thought about that. Now if you do that, the girls <laughs> um, would be
0: like, hey, man, maximize your time, asshole. I've only had four minutes with you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, and you're right. The verbiage, like – um is that how you say it? Verbiage? Verbiage? Um, that they, that comes along with the show. Everyone knows what to say and what to do and how to act. And back then we had no freaking clue, like no clue. Um, so, so yes, a lot has, a lot has changed. Um, it was, it was a very interesting very interesting process being part of the first because we didn't have anything to go on. You know, I think that was another, I am glad you brought up that point, Nick is for us, the taping was only six weeks. And, and I was just, I was like, well, I might get engaged to this guy and I like him enough. um, And I'm willing to kind of take that leap because I figure why not? But, um, saying yes to an engagement in real life compared to a product, a produced show is you would have way more time. Normally, I, your parents, right? Didn't they get, um, I remember this about your, your parents. Didn't they meet and getting, get married super quick?
0: Yeah, I mean they got engaged, I think, in nine months or something like that. And then Yeah. yeah.
2: So there are times when it happens and it lasts and you know that it was the but right yeah, so thing. that's not in normal. real life, yeah, you know? Especially
0: now. Yeah.
2: Right. But um back then, I think I was just willing to go through the process and say, hey, whatever. If we get engaged, we get engaged and then we'll sure. figure it out afterwards. But in real life, I I although I do have to say, I'm sorry, I'm going all over the place. Um when you were on the show and you know this, you don't have phones, you don't have work, you don't have family, you don't have friends, you don't have anything to take over your mind. And you can solely focus on the other person. So six weeks, even though that seems like a very short period of time in Bachelorland, it's it's a little bit longer. Yeah, it's a because It's all
0: intense. Yeah, it's intense. We're
2: in a bubble. Right, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a bubble. Um, but I was just in like, and I didn't feel like I needed to say that I was in love. And I feel like now they feel that pressure to say that they're falling in love or they're in love so that they can stick around or that they can show that they're invested. And back then I just didn't feel the need, you know?
0: Yeah. I know. So they didn't get in, you know, there was no engagement, on, on Alex's season, and you were the third season overall, Aaron. So they had another Bachelor, and then you were the Bachelorette. Is that correct? Yeah. Like, Aaron Berge third. was
2: the second. Yeah.
0: And, and then you were. So did, and did Aaron Berge get engaged? You know, I don't. Re-
2: I believe he did.
0: Okay. Cause I was wondering, I like, what did. You, uh, so let me ask you this where did you have. Like, by the time I was the Bachelor, um, they didn't ask me. If I wanted to get engaged, when things no, got to the end, them. they brought out some rings, and I was like, <laughs> All right, yeah, like that was right. the expectation. They didn't make me do it, they didn't force me to do it. It was just, Hey man, today's the day you're getting engaged. And I'm like, Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess. <laughs> great, you know, like, <laughs> guess we'll figure it out later, But Will you marry me? Um, <laughs> how, but that couldn't have been the case then. It was only the third season. Uh, you again, you had a probably a lot more innocence. Uh, then people have the luxury yeah. of being now. Were there a lot of conversations with you and producers back then about like, hey man, like, are you ready to get engaged? I mean, obviously you're married. You have this loving family. You are a true success story in life in your relationship. Let alone like the Bachelor franchise. But you know, were there? Were you just like all in because you were so in love, or was it like, hey man, this get engaged to one of these guys and figure it out later?
2: no i was I was invested I was ready. um I knew he nice. was the one um I and I know that sounds like cliche, yeah. but it's the truth i mean again um, you're
0: you're you're you guys are an incredible success story in life, so you have the luxury I, I think you have the benefit of no one- undou- doubting your sincerity with that question well uh, now
2: I mean, I remember sitting on a couch with Simon Cowell. we were doing this uh photo shoot for some magazine i can't remember and And he was like, oh, I give you two weeks or three weeks or whatever. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'll I'll prove to you that we are the real deal. You know, we we love each other. And it might sound crazy, but it's it it literally is the real thing. So um, so, yeah, no, I didn't feel pressure. I mean, I remember having conversations with Lisa Levinson and Jason Carbone, who were exec producers back then. And. Um, you know, them asking if I, if I was ready, but it was more like a conversation I had with a friend. It wasn't any, a pressured situation from a producer. I didn't feel it at least. No, that, that's although nice hear. I feel like, was it, was it part of your contract? Did they say anything in your contract? Do you remember?
0: No. To get engaged? No. Yeah. Was it in yours?
2: i don't I don't know i I'd be interested to like look back and see but i I've,
0: i doubt it I d i don't think yeah. you can contractually obligate someone- to, right, maybe, true. i don't, know. I don't know.
2: <laughs> well they couldn't have because <coughs> you know multiple people haven't gotten engaged
0: yeah you didn't you don't need to i mean like i said, the pressure people put on themselves and the audience i mean at this it was your third season again yeah. because like you watch the first season America's learning like what is this and now you know Bachelor Nation is judge and jury on their own you know in terms of like deciding what's wrong or deciding what's okay uh yeah. you know uh things like that and um did you feel that as a as the a, as the a fir- like as it was airing obviously social media didn't exist certainly not what it is right now or didn't really exist right. at all um the internet existed but like at the same time, for like great ratings now, you know, literally like a third of the country was watching your season. I think like yeah, your wedding had great. like thirty million view viewers, yeah. Yeah. something <laughs> like that. Like nothing gets thirty million viewers. Like uh, right. you know, the Bachelor. Think the
1: first Bachelor was twenty million.
0: Yeah, the Bachelor. It was the Bachelor finale. Now would like you get eight million and you're a rock. Star.
1: Eight or ten.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, it was it was definitely a different time where um, we couldn't go anywhere without being recognized. And and I know you can't like people now still can't. But I think it's because yes. a lot of it's because of social media. Um, we did have message boards and those were actually on the ABC website. So they had a link to message boards where people could go on. And it was it was kind of like the the toddler version of social media where people could go and put their comments on this message board it was kind of like a reddit um you know like a like a thread yeah yeah and so like, people would start a thread and then uh um, comments yeah for sure yeah so um so people could go on there and just you know go off on everything and anything and they did um so there were there was a lot of hatred even back then, but I feel like even more now. It's really hard to navigate with social media. Um, you just have a lot of people who like to sit behind their computer and be cowardice and and comment on strangers who they've only seen on television. How,
0: how long did it take you before you were like, I got to stop reading this shit?
2: Oh my God, Nick, I did not stop. I, I kept telling myself, stop freaking doing it. It's ridiculous. These people don't know you, but I, it's, oh, I was so drawn to it. I was, I just could not stop. It was like a train wreck. It was a total train wreck and I needed to keep watching. So Uh, yeah, I, I uh, wanted to know I'm a people pleaser. I am total people pleaser. And so I wanted to know if I was pleasing the people. (laughs) Did
0: it it affect your decisions in life? No. That's good.
2: Well, hmm, that's a good question. I don't know. Because I, I only, it was while things were airing. No, I don't think it affected decisions. It's just, I'm a really sensitive person and that kind of stuff really affects me. Um, I try.
0: God, I couldn't to imagine. Not yeah. I couldn't imagine. Let
2: it, but yeah. Not, and again, this is
0: 18 years ago when a progressive a reporter asks you, what are you going to do to not right. look like a hoe? Uh, <laughs> By kissing a guy. Uh, so I yeah. can only imagine what these message boards were of, oh. of of bored housewives with too much time on their hands. Uh <laughs> <laughs> from from 18 years ago. Um, but uh also shout out to bored housewives for listening to my podcast. Hey, I was um, gonna say that's kind of me.
2: <laughs> that's me. Um, Full circle.
0: Yeah, no. Listen, there's. We all get bored. Sometimes we we uh, involve ourselves with shit that we really don't care about, and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah. "Why am I so invested in this meaningless right. meaningless topic?" Especially
2: uh, during quarantine. Yeah. Come
0: on. So yeah, I got I got a question for you. When he was sending home, I'm just gonna call her Bench Girl because for me that Janet. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Shannon
0: Bench Girl. Bench Girl.
1: Um,
0: bench girl. Bench girl. Right. Shannon. Uh, shout out to Shannon. Um. She was in her interview with Harrison. She was like, Well, what people didn't see is we had some off camera time before. Was she referring to the fantasy suite or was she referring to other off camera time? And my question to you is and I've heard rumors about this in the past like, was there off camera time allowed more often back then than there is now?
2: Yes. Yes. At least on The First Bachelor. The first Bachelorette, I did have a little bit more off-camera time. Like um, Ryan and I came to Vale for his hometown date. And um we had some time like in the car. He handed me this note where he told me he was falling in love with me in a, in a note. Mm-hmm. And we had a little time there. We had a little time in St. Louis when I we went to my hometown. And um so I feel like I don't I don't know how it is these days, obviously, because I'm not
0: on well, there's exceptions to every scenario. Uh but for the most part, if it's if it's not on camera, it's not happening. If it's not the sweet. Right. There's exceptions. And I know
2: honestly, I it, and that might have happened because um on the first Bachelor, after the finale was over, I was good friends with Lisa and Mike, and I'm like, you guys we had no closure and not understanding what the show was all about because I didn't realize that when you're done, you're done. Like you don't talk to the guy, you don't talk to the girl. Like you're just done. Sure. And I was like, I need closure. Like, this is strange. I was thinking I was going to get engaged and now I can't talk to this guy. Like this is fucked up. It sucks. So, so um, they arranged for me to have a conversation with him on the phone and i just said you know i think you made a mistake and he went on to say i think i made a mistake can i come over to your hotel room what oh yeah oh yeah do people um, know
0: about this you
2: know i've talked about it before gotcha. in the past yeah.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: yeah um but that conversation mike and lisa were like we are only going to allow you to talk to him if we can have a camera in the room not a camera guy it was like they set up a sure. camera um, and they were like, "We just want to tape it, just, just in case. case. Yeah, yeah, for sure. something happens. Totally. So I think they've learned through the process over the years that they need yeah. to have everything recorded
0: because every yeah, you never know some, what's if gonna there's gonna an happen. amazing moment that happens and it's not recorded. They're like, "Ah, shit! Um, right? No
2: context.
0: Yeah. I I don't want specifics, and certainly not even from your point of view. But I I, I would I would be remiss if I didn't ask. Because I'll be honest when when Ben girl was talking, she kind of made it seem like she kind of made it seem bench like girl. they they hooked up.
2: I and, doubt that
0: okay, and so it's big time my general question overall, yeah. and some of this kind of off camera time were there ever hookups that were never mentioned D- do you have you heard any rumors about kind of that generation or or was it all just like maybe off camera time, but just talking, but not like i've heard I've heard stuff like the Bachelors in the past like might have been intimate with a few girls throughout the filming of the season that just was oh wow
2: oh
1: but
0: wow. i I mean who knows that could be just so off base by like you know that's why I ask yeah. if there's any if you you know i would think someone in your position would have heard that if it were true
2: it it i can i can attest that it it has happened. Yes.
0: Okay.
2: All right. I had I had some time with Ryan. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, great. That oh, was okay.
2: off camera, and it wasn't like God. I remember we were on our Seattle the the Seattle date, the fantasy suite date, and I he had never watched the show before. Of course, there were only two that he could have watched, but he had never watched it. And so I hand him the the card and it's one of my favorite moments in bachelor history. Um, I hand him the card and he's like reading it. Oh, Chris Harrison says, if we want to forego our individual suites, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, check please. And he was right. He was like off to the races. He's like, get me back to the hotel room right now. So we get back to the hotel room and Jason Carbone is there with, um, you know, the camera crew. And And we made out on the couch.
0: Jason is... Who's Jason in this?
2: Jason was one of the
1: producers. Executive
2: producer. Yeah. Okay. So we made out on the the couch for hours. Hours and hours. Like just kissing, petting, you know, whatever.
1: Sounds like middle school.
2: Yeah. Oh, totally. It was totally middle school. So... Oh, God, don't say that. My kids are in middle school. So... (laughs) It's and, high
0: school. And, Let's say it's and, high school. And, th- and this is 18 la- years later. Uh, oh,
2: God. Don't say that. So anyway, um, we're on the couch. We're kissing for hours. And finally we were like, dude, get out of here. We're not giving you any more footage. Like, this is all you're getting. You're getting yeah. kissing. You're getting petting. That's all you're going to get. So we made them leave. And that was a fantasy sweet moment. So, of course, they're going to give you um some alone time. But yeah, we had, we had time in St. Louis at my hotel room. Um, so I know it, it's happened in my life. <laughs> I Great, can't say yeah. what's happened with anyone else, but
0: well, I mean, like it, that is kind of nuts to think about because obviously, you know, the things that happened with Caitlin and I, they made such a big deal about it. You know, was
2: right. True. Yeah. Uh, and maybe they wanted to stay away from it on my season because oh my god they
0: could have never have done no way that the t- whole double t- standard t- thing was just uh at that time i so mean yeah. again fast forward 15 years later caitlin got slut shamed for it and right. it was you yeah. know really really yeah, exactly. nasty um that that is that as well but it is it's crazy i mean it's you know what so you did this 17 16 years ago i i you know i i wasn't a fan of the show but you were so, you two were so popular at the time that I absolutely remember you being the bachelorette. It was such like part of American culture. I remember you being- How old on the, were you? Uh, Five. you? know, No. God, That's I wish. Funny. I wish. <laughs> I was uh, in, uh, 18, 18, 17.
2: It was 2003. I,
0: don't know, I was like I was like 20, 21. 20. 22.
2: Yeah uh yeah yeah uh, too far behind us
0: yeah i know fucking old um but uh (laughs) sorry
2: i totally interrupted you
0: (laughs) no it's fine but no i remember and like you know talk about a good run you know 15 minutes of fame you know
2: it's it's pretty crazy i mean honestly when i first saw the the casting in my couch in my on my couch in miami watching the extra i never would have thought that i would be you know on television again, like, 17 years later, Um I gotta assume recapping. you
0: still, you know, get noticed or have, like, I, I gotta, is it, it's, is it still, a plays a pretty big part of your lives to at least some degree where you're at some sort of party or get together and people are, the what's it like questions that, you know, does that, right. those do those still go yeah, on for sometimes. you? Yeah,
2: sometimes. But honestly, we live in such a small town um and you know Dale is a very small like ski ski town ski resort and so people are really over it here um <laughs> but if we travel and we're at you know an event or even out to dinner, yeah, we definitely still get recognized, especially if we're together um I feel like people recognize us. As more so as a couple, um, as opposed to just our individual people, yeah. personalities, you know? Um, so yeah, I, we, de- we definitely still get recognized, but clearly if you look at, um, Instagram followers, I am definitely old school. <laughs> what you,
0: what, you, what you working with these days, Trista?
2: Oh, I'm almost, I'm almost at 300,000. Whoa. I know that's just, you're so
0: jealous. No, that's pretty amazing (laughs) considering you, Instagram didn't even exist, but you know what I'm saying? It did not.
2: Yeah. Uh, No, it did not. And people were over us by the time Instagram was up. So, you know, yeah. Are your kids over it? They, you know what, um, Max is definitely, he could care less. He's almost 13 and he's just into Fortnite and hockey and biking with his friends and he could care less. Um, if, if he was interested in girls, I bet that, I bet that will change when he's interested in girls because the <laughs> girls almost... will be interested that his parents were on the show. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah Blakesley on the other hand our daughter she's 11 and and she thinks it's cool um she thinks you know she's we just got off of tiktok she was on tiktok yes she's 11 um but i was letting her do it for the fun dances and whatever and it just it That's another conversation. But um, so she's now off of TikTok, but she's into like the TikTok famous people and the YouTube famous people. And it's just their culture now, that age um, where they think it's cool to be famous. Um, So I think she thinks it's cool, but Max could care less.
0: Um. There's always been a ton of conversations, especially recently, about the success that the bachelorettes seem to have over the bachelors.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: And I was wondering, I'm assuming you've been asked this before, but as the first bachelorette and someone, again, who's has an incredibly successful family and relationship from the show, do you have any opinions on on why you think that is? Or do you think it's dumb luck? Or is there a specific reason why you think maybe the bachelorettes seem to have been more successful
2: I, I think it's a combination. I think that, um, a lot of it is luck because let's be honest. If Ryan hadn't been on my season, I don't know that I would have been able to have a successful relationship with any of the other guys. Um, so I, I got really lucky that they casted him. Um, and I think that a lot of women, on the show, the Bachelorettes have been lucky because the people that they've casted, they've gotten it right. And for whatever reason, maybe the people that they've casted for the guys hasn't necessarily been dialed in. Who knows? So I think part of it is luck, honestly. And then, and I, I personally believe in like, God has a plan for me. I, I think it was kind of like our destiny. Um, I know that's probably sounds cheesy, but that's just,
0: I'll I'll let you have it. I'll
2: let you have it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, So anyway, so that and then, but I do think that women, um, they, for some reason, maybe it's like they're more serious about it. And maybe it's like a a sex thing. Like the guys get in there and are like, you know, like, wow, there's all these women here for me, you know, and I'm going to i'm gonna take advantage so i don't know i don't know exactly why but i feel like maybe women are just maybe a little more serious about finding finding that one and the guys might you know be listening to another part of their body
0: <laughs> i i like your first ben, answer better i like your first okay answer fine better. take it yeah. <laughs> I mean I can only speak from my personal experience but I think that was, you know, the first answer for me. Like and again, great women on my season, but I don't feel like as far as compatibility for me yeah. um it was going to to work out. Um and so uh yeah, I like I like I'll take your first answer.
2: Okay, first answer. Uh, you can take that one. You can but, even you edit
0: it No, 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 no. <laughs> but I uh, you know maybe some some of the other other well, again, you could argue Even afterwards, you know, guys thinking with their, you know, Uh using their their body parts of like guys getting all this attention and all women across America are like, oh my god, and guys like, yeah, right, like I'm famous. Women are all these women know me, uh, right, and and I can't do anything about it, you know.
2: Yeah, (laughs) right. They're sending me underwear. I mean, I had women. What kind of evil trick
0: is this? Right. Like, like, like back in the day they, 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 it was like the whole point of being famous is like to meet women, you know? Like <laughs> It's like selling your soul to the devil. Uh,
2: so you're proving my point.
0: I'm not. I'm not speaking to me. I'm just. I can imagine how a lot. No, but like, like I mean, in all seriousness, nowadays, I think there is such pressure from Bachelor Nation. And I've said this before. Like, when they asked me to be the Bachelor, I was sick to my stomach because it was like, all right, well, I got to do this, and I really wanted it to work, and I was really afraid that they would cast women that I didn't. I wouldn't connect with, you know. I really like, you know, connect, you know. And again, like it, that, there's in love in general, there's luck involved, you know. It has not. They could, you know, they could have thought they were like casting, you know, the, you know, every person was meant for me because like they're casting for a show and not for me, and still got it wrong. You know, it's it's yeah. it's, it's all luck. But you know, maybe yeah. for other guys, maybe maybe it was like what, what is, I can't. Oh, well, this sucks you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I think there's definitely that element for sure.
0: Uh well, Trista, it's been a ton of fun uh catching up with you. Um mm-hmm. and and sharing some insight and continued success to uh you and Ryan and the family and uh giving my best uh when you Thank when you, you see them and uh yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun and I hope um I wish the show continued success and and it's always fun to uh, it's gotta be, it's gotta be cool being the first, first bachelorette.
2: It's a little crazy. I mean, I will say like, um, I feel very old and I know I joke about it a lot. Like I, I'm very self depreciating when it comes to talking about how I'm a dinosaur or I'm, uh, I mean, I was called a grandmother by one of the girls at one point in time. And I'm like, I'm not a grandma yet. Stop. Wait, wait. It's someone, um,
0: Some like some, a recent cast member called you a grandma.
2: No, um, a, a previous, a bachelorette. I won't name names. Um, a, bachel-
0: a bachelorette.
2: Yeah. Um, was that's our, you know, our most you- recent bachelorette? No, 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 it was not. It wasn't Hannah. Um, so I, and, and I, I listened to the jokes. I can't remember. I don't know if it was Demi. I feel like Demi at some point was like saying how, who was talking? Do you remember there was someone on one of the seasons that was talking about how someone was super old and their eggs must be.
0: Oh yeah. When when Demi and it was Trish or something early on. And Demi was like, yeah, Demi was like, so anyway, I
2: hear that kind of stuff. And I'm like, God, I am ancient. Like I'm, I'm truly ancient. So it's cool to be the first. Um, and, and people are super kind and super respectful. And I mean, the bachelorette reunion last year was just so sweet. Uh, I was so thankful to be a part of it because I, you know, I think that nowadays they, they want to have people on the show who are more Instagram famous because that just feeds into the bachelor and helps them with their viewership. and you know so having me be part of it is very humbling still you know i i obviously we have a success story and we've been married the longest and we were the first those are all really great things and it's really really cool to be able to say that but um it it's just it's just really nice people are really nice about it i just wish that i could bottle some of that youth up and steal it away because i Would love to feel like a part more so of the current Bachelor Nation, you know, but I kind of feel like I'm, I've been called the fairy godmother, you know, I, I just feel like I'm everyone's mom. I'm just look, I'm looking at it through a different lens these days when I watch because everyone's so much younger than me. I mean, thank goodness for Claire. I'm so excited for Claire's season because she's almost my age. (laughs)
0: She's a, way
2: closer to my age than uh, Hannah was. What was a, Hannah like 20
0: or something, yeah.
2: 24, 25, something like that. Um and Claire's almost 40. So I feel like I'll be able to relate to her, like uh, you know, a little bit. Yeah, more. I'm uh,
0: I'm looking forward to it and uh it sounds like they're going to give it a go and try to film this and, Are
2: they? Oh yeah. good. I haven't heard anything lately about if they're <sighs> yeah, taping we'll see. yet.
0: We'll see, but
2: oh, I hope so because she's she's ready. She's chomping at the bit.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> we have a text chain with all the bachelorettes, Um, and and we did a couple zooms during quarantine, and um, yeah, she's she's, she's ready, ready and go. she deserves it. So I'm excited.
0: That's awesome. Anyway, thank uh, uh, you well, so much for having you. me. I really appreciate it, and um, yeah, it's, it's great to catch up, and and thanks for for taking the time um thank you guys for listening as always uh check us out tomorrow you're absolutely going to love this episode uh candace kane a uh an absolute legend in her own right uh has a great conversation with me about uh, the transgender about the transgender community and, uh, you know, I certainly learn a lot. It's a topic I've, I've been very ignorant of, about uh, in general. And she's uh, funny, delightful, interesting, and uh, I really enjoyed it. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. And as always, send your questions at AskNickAtCastMe.com, cast with a K. Uh, and until next time, we'll see you tomorrow.